What have we here? I'm not going to lie. I'm not very excited about it. I think 2017 media wise was uh, a lot better. Oh yeah. When I was looking at the the future releases, 2018, I was like, it was kind of a stacked year. We, we, we may have taken 2017 for granted. Um, Yeah. It was a stacked year. No doubts about that, but we're about to get uh, some good stuff, but we'll talk about that later on. Um, Yeah, exactly. Drinking celebration begins now. What do you have? Uh, I have Trogue's Solid Sender. Uh, drinking about it. Um, <laughs> it is just a dry hopped pale ale, uh, 5.2%. 45 IBUs. The hops are Mosaic and Cascade. Colors copper and it's very drinkable. I'm not going to lie. I had it last night. It was delicious. So um, <laughs> we, uh, we went over to Trogue's Brewery, which is about, uh, let's just call it like 20 minutes away. Um and the brewery itself is astounding. It's such a nice place. Like the, it's like a warehouse that they kind of revamped into, a, like a like a Hofbra house, where it's right. just like an open eating drinkability. Nice. Um, drinkability is uh, always good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and then I'll show you what I got here. So even though I just showed you the bottle, I got a Trogue sweater for my beers. That's so cool. <laughs> so it, it literally is. A, it's like a koozie, but it kind of just squeezes over your beer. Um, yeah, it's awesome. And then I have, I picked up a, uh, I like the the bottle openers. It's Only problem there is that every single beer you drink now is Trogues. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I have something from our fellows at Land Grant. It's called the Caber. I had a sample of it today for the first time ever. It's a Kyber. bourbon barrel aged, and it Kyber says, Ky- <laughs> I'm gonna start calling it Kyber Crystal. Bourbon barrel aged, we heavy. It says, I've never heard we heavy before in my life except for saying it like a jackass. I don't know if it's a type of beer. I don't know what it is, but it's on the label. And I tried it, and it's actually really smooth for... Well, I'll talk about it when I drink it, but I'm excited. Well, let's just drink it. Cheers to everybody. Uh, Cheers. Thanks. Happy 2017, mofos. Ooh. I really enjoy this because of the dryness, I think. Um, I don't. It says dry hopped, so it's not like a dry drinking beer. I don't know. I, I try to be a rise a little bit, but um, I really I like the pale ales. I think bitterness can overtake the the flavor of a beer. I think the dry hop aspect of it really kind of flourishes in my buds. So, flourishes. I like it. It, it's really good. Uh, this is obviously better on tap, like almost all beer. It's good. It's pretty mellow. Uh, I shouldn't say mellow. It's a bourbon barrel aged. It's pretty balanced for a bourbon barrel beer which is good because sometimes those can just be out of control um 
I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> I took a big gulp and I was like, oh, wait a second. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready for this, but it's going to happen. 8.9% uh, alcohol. You like said, I said what? 8.9. Ooh. And like I said, it's from Land Grant, which is right next door. The fine fellows that helped us do our beer for the Star Wars. Event. And if you guys are live with us or just watching this after the fact, obviously Commander's not in the classic shit. He moved uh, spaces. So where are you at now? Can we talk about like the four longest worst days of my life ever was moving? Oh, really? It's just the worst process of all time. I fucking hate it. And I like, I'm seriously, I'm paying a thousand dollars if I have to to hire people to move next time that we have to move out. <laughs> it was awful. We had so much shit in that place. Like we, the part of the reason was we tried to downsize too. Cause we got purposely going to a smaller place, try to get rid of some old shit that we never use. And we took like a U-Haul worth of trash, a U-Haul worth of stuff to Goodwill, sold a bunch of, we sold like $500 worth of old shit. Still, it took us four days to move everything out of that freaking townhome that we were in. It was a large <sighs> spot. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. you. I would have been planning like two months ahead. <laughs> Start chucking yeah, shit. You, well, you guys had a lot of stuff packed up when I was there last. Yeah, and with the with the date of our, our lease ending and everything, it was holidays. So it was extra tough to like get a jump on stuff. But yeah, it was ridiculous. When you have a giant spot like that, you just keep piling shit in there as if it's no big deal. And then you end up well, with... If, if you don't, it's empty. I guess so. <laughs> this but, is our room where we keep uh, air, so you, you can have it if you want. Um, trying to keep us, ourselves downsized. We just store air in this one. Um, but yeah, yeah, so the old studio, is uh, it's no more. I'm in the uh, office right now. I have a co-working office here in Columbus, which is right next door to Land Grant, which is awesome. Um, but I'll be getting an actual office where I can set up all the Star Wars stuff and deck it out again and... It'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun. But we're done moving as of last night. So just got a few things to clean and hang and pack away and we'll be good to go. And then you can drink about it tonight. I, I've been drinking about it. <laughs> I've been drinking about it. Uh, so let's just go ahead into the uh, the actual review here. Um, I, when I had this, I had three beers before, or I tasted three beers before this one. Okay. So even with that said, I had this and I was like, holy shit, this is so good. Because usually if you start mixing stuff, stuff doesn't taste exactly the same. Or, it can. You, know, you get a little flare of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And this thing just blew me away. So uh, I'm go I'm going to give a solid sender a solid three. <laughs> nice. It's, yeah, I was very happy with this. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't know if this is old by chance or anything. It can't be that old. They just released this thing like at the end of summer. Anyways, um, it's good. It's not as strong for a bourbon barrel, which is good because those things can destroy your face quickly Wait, if you're not it's careful. It's 9%, but it's not strong? Well, in terms of a, a taste profile. Like oh, they, they, okay. they round off the bourbon flavor well enough, so it doesn't... it doesn't Because some of those feel like, here's a beer, and we just put a shot of bourbon in it, and it doesn't yep. really, you know. So this one is, is actually balanced and, and rounded off, which is, which is nice. Um... I don't know. It's not my favorite thing in the world. Oh, second thoughts on it, huh? Well, it's not bad, but it's just not my kind of beer. You know what I mean? Sure. Mm, let me drink about it for a second. Ooh, you floating down to a one. I feel it. 
filled in the fork. I can feel your anger. Yes. Um, so what, what's been going on outside of, well, you've been moving. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been doing any type of gaming? Any bit? Mm, a wee bit of Battlefront. That's it. Yeah, I have been wholeheartedly Battlefront. Um, well, that's not entirely true because I, I have been bouncing between that and Dark Souls 1, which I play about an hour of it and I get fed up. Um, I don't know if we have time to go into a full Dark Souls thing, but I love hearing you say that. It's <laughs> like the only thing that keeps you coming back is like the reward of finally beating that one boss. Mm-hmm. Or whatever's in your way. Yeah. And then once you beat it, it's like, wait, there's 17 more. So good luck. It's like, yep. <laughs> but, that, but it's not like pushing me. There's, it, it has a very um, lackluster storyline, environment, um, plot. Uh, every, I mean, there's absolutely nothing. <laughs> there's a big zero for all of those because it's just kind of, Okay, everything's kind of old. There's like some churchy shit. Outside of that, I have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just a guy with a sword and a shield beating big dragons up. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. And it's a little weird. I always think of it kind of like uh, like Ocarina of Time. It wasn't really clear what you're supposed to do. They just drop you in this game and you kind of have to run around and like look at clues and look at the go in the forest and pick up the sword and just figure out what the hell you're supposed to be doing the whole time. It's not very yeah, obvious. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of got that. It's kind of like a dungeon crawler where it's just, like you said, you're just dropped and then there's just castles and shit you got to go through and you're like, yep. where? what do I do? Yeah, if you but make even, a wrong turn too that, early, you're going to die. Uh, uh, Mopar, or Jesus, Brian S. says, Mopar, get the Switch immediately and plays uh, Zelda. God damn, it's so good. I, I stared at the Switch on like BestBuy.com and on Amazon for like three days straight. Yeah. Uh, and so did uh, uh, Travis mention that he loves it, that there's mm-hmm. like three or four games that are just so solid. Yeah. I, I didn't break down and buy it. I, I passed on it because there's I got so much shit to play even on Xbox and I'm mm-hmm. not even a big gamer yep. that it, it might be a couple of years before I buy a, a Switch, but I would wholeheartedly love playing Skyrim on the go like because I'm on the road <laughs> yeah. a lot. And being able to take a Skyrim with me would yeah. be so legit. Yeah, I heard that the review for the Switch version of Skyrim was pretty fucking sweet. Oh, that's great to hear because I, I feel like the playability might go down. And like the battery life. I feel like you could probably play for like, what, an hour? And then the bat- you have to recharge a battery? Or I have no idea. I guarantee they wouldn't do that, though. It's got to be that's good. True. Yeah, they wouldn't just fuck you with that. Um, what is happening? Wait, back to Dark Souls uh, really quick. Yes. Who's singing songs in the chat room? I got distracted. Uh, you got the third one, right? You got Dark Souls three. Yeah, I got. I've got them all. All right, I bought them all. Uh, all by right. the way, I'll just give a shout out to you guys. If you guys are listening to this before the, I think the end of the year, Dark Which Souls. Well, I, I think eight two hours. and three uh, are are uh, on sale. I think the premium Dark Souls three was eighty, and it's down to like twenty eight. So it's like fifty bucks off. Nice. Uh, and Dark Souls two two was only like. 15 i think or 12 or something like that so nice. if you guys are into that stuff uh definitely jump on that hell yeah so here's how you can get into dark souls quickly without hating your life is we'll mm-hmm. just play online let's play the third one online me you and tommy boy and ethan can play and we'll like go through uh, from the beginning of the game and like we'll show you the ropes and then you're gonna love it well can't you do that on the first one you can but it's much easier on the third one yeah but i want to i want to play it 
I like playing stuff through from beginning to end. Well, then you're just going to have to suffer for a few hours by yourself. But, well, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> uh, yep, and, that's pretty and much I it. also, you know, there, there's points where I finally, stuff's kind of, like the maps are slowly coming around where I don't have to run back and forth that, like I got into a big church that has like an elevator back to the original flame. Yep, yeah, yeah. Um, so I am getting like two points where I don't, it's not that difficult. I'm slowly being able to like go point to point where and I, right. whatever. Um, and then it's finally given me like more than one hallway to go through so I can go like left or right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is actually finally giving me options. Like if, if I go down the hallway, I go out to the forest. Can you go straight uh, and, and left? I can't. It's impossible. <laughs> um, uh, Brian S. Uh, also says almost four hours into Zelda uh, before needing to charge. So that's that's great. Nice. Great. Also, Logan's um, talking shit about you for not being able to matherize properly. Uh, $80. It said 50 bucks off. I don't know. I paid 28 <laughs> for it. I hate you, Logan. I've had enough. Man, 80 bucks. Now it's down to 20, <laughs> so it's like 50 bucks off. It's like, That sounds it's about cheap. right. Here's um, what I'll say. I'll relate this to Star Wars like this. I'll say... Okay. So Dark Souls 1 is like A New Hope. And Dark Souls 3 is like Force Awakens. So it's kind of similar, but it's more, more modern and very smooth and very flashy. So it has a similar feel, but it's much easier to play. So maybe you would like the franchise more if you played the third one first, and then you can go back and do the old suffering, suffering suffrage ones. The suffrage? The women's right to vote one? <laughs> I love this shit. I always um, forgot. I pissed me off in history class back in the day. Women's suffrage. <laughs> Women's rights to vote did piss me off. The word did. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Anyways. So suffrage. you may, if you start with three, you may like it better. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. I, 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 I might consider that. Obviously, I just downloaded it. So it's in my bag of tricks. Um, I'm giving this beer two stars, by the way. Here you go. Okay. Switch. Uh, oh, it's a wheat beer? No, no, no. Like you said, aged wee. Aged wee heavy. That's what I was saying. I don't know what the fuck that means. It's like aged and it's a wee heavy. Like it's a tad heavy. Both. It's, a it's both, both of those things that you said. Bunch of heavy. Um, <laughs> two stars. Two stars. Two stars. Unfortunately, there's uh, only five six packs left in the entire world. So unless you come get it right now, you're probably not going to have it already. Can't have it anymore. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me look at the show notes i got here um i'm saying i'm a lot i, I can't ha let me drink about you it stop happening so i know we got to talk about the end of 2017 and the beginning of the next year and all the excitement but uh i feel like we should recap some last jedi goodness yeah absolutely uh but before we jump <laughs> into uh the last jedi i do want to give uh some plugs here Don't so plug. i want to get Mopar Don't got plug. the Ahsoka book. Oh, All the nice. patron members probably know because I was shouting at them earlier. Um, I'm super excited to read this. But along this line, along these lines, along the book lines, uh, Utini has just launched, which is a online subscription box. Uh, if you guys it's are true. trying to keep up with uh, the Star Wars fandom, the canon, the legends, uh, any bit of it, uh, head on over to is it utini.com? It is utini.com. So just like utini, but you, utini.com. Uh, and there's a special discount for all of our patron members if you want to sign up for it. Head on over there. And the 
Uh, I will not say it live here, but the, <laughs> there is a special code that we are giving the patron members. Uh, yes. That's hilarious. Um, Patrons for, get uh, extra special goodness. Yes. So, and along those lines, so uh, uh, lastly, uh, utd.com, head on over there, check it out. Uh, online Star Wars subscription box. You guys can, uh, and he's starting to customize different storylines, different, um, like if you want to just learn about Darth Bane, he'll do a Darth Bane series for you. You'll get one book a month, and then you'll get a, a few extras along the way. Um, and or if you just want to do, you know, whatever's new, uh, I'm sure he, he can do that as well. That so, customization uh, up- option is huge, by the way, because that's one thing yeah. that people had a lot of questions about when they heard about. Oh, hey, there's us. When they heard about Utini so, in the first place, is like, well, what if I don't want the new canon stuff because I don't want to learn about Ahsoka and Canto Bite? Right. So, yeah, being able to customize it to well, exactly what you want to read is, is fucking awesome. And the other biggest thing is, uh, so you don't get dupes, uh, you can go up there and kind of click through what you already have. So he will not send you something you already have. So you can prevent that, that from happening, which is obviously it's something you don't want really to think about, like a subscription box. He could send you something that you picked up yesterday and you don't right. even think about it. So right. um, that, that'll that prevent that. So it's awesome. So yeah, head yeah. on over there, utini.com, check it out and uh, fucking do it. Um, well, and patrons get super special, awesome discounts. But anybody that's listening, you can enter the code Squadron and get ten percent off. Ten percent off. Ten percent off. Squadron code. Your first box. Um, and then with that said, Patreon.com, Rogue Squad Pod. <laughs> Head on over there if you're a fan of the show. I know it's a lot of plugs, guys. So let's. Fu- I'm, I'm. Hey, guys. Um, Go to Patreon, check shit over. out, drink about it, yeah. and fuck around. Fuck around. Broke Squad Pod. Pretty much we it. appreciate everybody. <laughs> we do want to give a shout out because we uh, broke a hundred dollars um, f- from the patron page. So that is yeah. All all of all of the patron members. That's awesome. We Hell really appreciate yeah. it. Uh, it is helping us uh, pay for. I mean, there's like monthly fees that we have to pay to be an awesome squadron. So um, that helps us cover that the cost of beers and everything. So we appreciate it. Uh, we do finally, indeed. before we are done with the plug, if you guys saw our last Jedi poster that we had done. Uh, you guys can pick it up. Uh, the easiest way is going on over to the Patreon page and do the five dollars a month or more. Everybody gets one of those last Jedi posters. I'm done with it. Okay. Good. <laughs> so now <laughs> we talk it. about Star Wars. <laughs> now we can talk about Star Wars. Um, so I saw the last Jedi four times now. Okay. I have. A very important thing to say about my wife. Uh oh, we're not pregnant. Don't worry about that. Okay, she is more excited to watch Star Wars now than she's ever been because of Episode Eight, because of seeing Last Jedi in theaters. Why? She said, "Well, it was that good, and the acting and the um, the chemistry between Ray and Kylo Ren and Luke was just that captivating that now she wants to know all about." Like, why is Ray going to find Luke in the first place? What's his backstory? How did he get to that spot? Who's Kylo? Like, more about Kylo Ren's dad. That kind of shit. So this might be... The, we, we might get be getting to a groundbreaking realization. For someone walking into Star Wars today... Today. You, lo- you look at something like the great old trilogy, but it is very dated. So mm-hmm. it can turn a lot of people off, including maybe your wife. And then you get back to the prequels, which are just so description and throwing shit on screen that there's very little plot or character construction that it's also very difficult to follow along if you're not a huge fan already. Yep. 
Now we're getting to the point where the sequel trilogy just has it all. It has great character development. It's not dated, obviously, at all. The, the CGI is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just brand new. I feel like we, we might be getting to that point where, um, you know, it, for a new fan to be coming in right now, it's a perfect time. Yes. Uh, because, well, I, it, you could argue, well, I was no. going to say you could argue that for the 90s uh, prequels and stuff too, but that stuff At was that already- time, I guess. Yeah. I think what happens but- is now that Star Wars is back in theaters and new movies are being made, right now <laughs> it's a lot easier for new fans to come in. Or for people like Mrs. Commander, who used to not have any interest in Star Wars at all, now wants to hear all about the backstory so she can catch up. And it will bring more importance to Ray's character and Ray's story if she knows all the stuff that used to happen. Well, did she just realize that Ray's story doesn't matter because her parents were drunks? Well, uh, so <laughs> Duh. Drunk <laughs> traitors. Drunkers. They're pissed. Which I'm not sure I completely... Um, uh-uh. think is actual. I don't think I... Uh, I don't think so either. I don't think it's true. But it could be. I think it, I think it fits. Uh, it does fit. I'm not mad about it. But I think there's a, a very likely chance that Kylo was talking shit to discourage Rey and like weaken her when she was all emotional. Well, especially if he's trying to get her to join him. Yeah. She wants him to join him as an apprentice, not like they're equals. So, right. yeah. Along the same lines. Your mom and dad were pieces of shit. You want to come over and shake my hand right now? Um, so <laughs> that's exactly for about a half hour. It was this. And you know what's ridiculous? And then he's like holding it still and then it like flexes a little bit. Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, <laughs> I'm still standing here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so do you want to do like final thoughts? You're about I to say three- something. You were just about to say something. I don't remember. <laughs> I just think it's as divisive as this movie has been in fandom itself, I think it's really cool that people walking into it for the first time or maybe only have having seen seven before are getting extremely captivated by the Star Wars universe. I think that's important. I think it's good to see. Yeah, there's... I felt like there was way more high points in the movie than low points. And a couple of the low 100%. points, I'll, I'll even say that I've actually tossed them out the window. Not over my right shoulder, though, because I'm still kind of... I just do not like that. Part. I will never forgive that. Yeah, I agree. Never um, forgive that. I wholeheartedly thought Yoda looked fine my third time around. Like, he was terrible the first time. The second time, I'm like, I get it. And this time around, I was like, okay, it's Yoda. And it reminded me of, like, episode six Yoda, where he's... Like, his face is actually, like, differently shaped in episode six. A little like bit. it's crunched a little bit more. It just looks like, as soon as he pops up and you see his face, it just looks like, it doesn't look like the puppet. It's, and that's what Corey was saying in the group chat, is that it's CGI'd for that first shot. Why? When the rest of the thing is the puppet? It just doesn't make right. any sense to me. Like, as soon as right. he pops up, he looks fucking weird. And then their whole scene, I'm like, okay, Yoda, he looks great. He's dropping knowledge bombs. I'm cool with that. And then at the end again, he looks like a fucking crazy toad. There's something, and this Which is, is nitpicking but. at this point, but uh, there's there's points where like his chin goes into his face, like when he's like, <laughs> like it's like where, where did his mouth go? His jaw just dis- disappeared. So it's that's one it's feature that species. Little, it's what's that? That's one feature of that species. That oh, they, they can the jaw retract their fucking face. <laughs> 
Oh man. Um I thought um, the Canto the bite thing is still unnecessary. I feel like they could have done so many different things out of it. It was a okay good idea. It? I still hate the stampede, but overall, Canto bite, I'm not as mad at. It was a good idea, just executed poorly. Here's I, I theorized something that I would have liked to see. Here's what should have happened the master code breaker that Ma sends them to should have been Lando. And he should have just been at the casino fucking shooting craps or whatever. And the timeline doesn't add up. Lando should be dead by then. Han isn't dead. Han died. Well, yeah, he seven. was killed. He would have died from old age, <laughs> you fucking ass. No, I uh I'm I really would have hated that because they would have been pulling stuff. But just a quick I, 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 thing where like they meet Lando and Lando's like, I can't help you. And then he introduces him to DJ. And then DJ still enters the story. Anyways, yeah, just a quick little cameo because the whole thing was like, you're going to try to find the master code breaker and then you see him on the screen for like three seconds and he's shooting craps. He's like, oh, don't worry about that. And that's like, that's it. Yeah. I'm pissed. Uh, Riley said that's that's chin discrimination. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening right now? There Um, is no end to the discrimination. I know. Everybody's pissed. Um, no, I like the the idea of Canto Bite. Um, it's it really just the stampede ruins the whole thing for it for me. It was very prequels ish with without like a point behind it. So I feel like <clears throat> like the episode two Geonosian animals running around like the it arena was part. Chaos. Yeah. Yeah, it, but it it made sense. It was a part of it. It was like supposed to be a show and it, it went crazy. Yeah. This was just like some like security guards run, ran up and all of a sudden we'll just and they were running around the track like a bunch of jackoffs. Like what? The thing that drove me nuts is that they smashed through like 40 buildings. Yeah, they, Those they destroyed everything. Smashed through entire buildings. That's what was driving me nuts. Yeah. They were cool. Like the species itself was pretty fucking cool. I'll say, I'll say that. Yeah, the five they were pretty, I yeah, like they're them. sweet. Um, all right. I can final it. thoughts on the on the last Jedi. Um, after your fourth seeing, fourth viewing. Mm, I like it better we, every time. Yeah. What did you rate it? We both rated it like seven. Yeah, we did like seven and a half. I'm up to like nine and a quarter. I'd probably say nine. Yeah. I'm I'm just just a little bit over nine. There's still a lot of those comedy points that just don't land. It's just too much. Like the Hux and Poe thing at the beginning, it's just a little too long. You just went for like ten seconds too long. There's the, so there's three points I don't like. So I still don't like the Canto Bite, the Stampede, the whole thing. I think it makes sense. I think Canto Bite could exist and it's legit. It just close. the fact that it, yeah, it was just a very awkward plot all together right there. Um Still, the uh, Luke throwing a thing over his shoulder. Was, Unforgivable. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. Unforgivable. Uh, and then, honestly, Rose. I I just, <laughs> all three viewings, I couldn't get past Rose. And she doesn't, she doesn't matter to me. There's, like, her sister mattered to me more than she did. Like, I thought she I just hear kinda, from a lot of people. Like, she just complains about stuff mm-hmm. and then gets caught up in love with, Finn, and that's kind of it. And the last thing we're left with is, does she live or not? I'm like, I don't care if she lives. 
There was no character development behind her. Other well, than she's she just like she's just like Canto Bite. You know, it was like I don't hate the character. It was close. I almost cared about her. Like it was, it was right there. You know what I mean? She also ruined the whole Finn not sacrificing himself. So I hate her for that too. That and then <laughs> when we did the review with Kerner. <laughs> I forget, you said something about, like, you were picturing Finn in his cockpit, and then it's like, oh, my fucking crazy-ass girlfriend's coming trying to, <laughs> <laughs> trying to save my ass out of here. And then I went, I was thinking of that when I saw it again, and it shows her in the cockpit when she's about to take him down, and she looks maniacal. She's out of her <laughs> mind, coming in, blazing, and almost killing herself, trying to knock Finn out of the way. Yeah, that part, that... Her doing that and Finn not actually sacrificing himself, that drives me nuts still. I agree. I, I think that would have been a perfect way for Finn to go out because we kind of built him up. He defected from the First Order, kind of was struggling with who he was or should be, or who, and then he kind of found his place with the Resistance. Helped Ray, And then it finally got to that point. Yeah, helped Ray. Finally got to that point where, like, I found my reasoning for being here. Right. Stopping this gun so the resistance can get out the back door. And he had killed he had killed Phasma, who was like his officer, his train trainer or whatever, that he turned on. So she's out of the picture. So he resolved that and he's ready to go. Yeah. I would have been completely fine with his death. It made so much sense to me. Because it's like as he's going towards that gun, it's like so emotional. Yeah. I'm like, finally, this is so this is perfect. And then your fucking crazy psycho girlfriend, psycho hose beast comes barreling in there. Knock him out of the way. Barrel. That's just so ignorant. What if they both died? She almost died. Well, that's what I'm kind of saying. Like, it, it, like in a general sense, you just wrecked your car and T-boned my car. We both probably could have been killed. Instead, now they got the big gun still available and they're still <laughs> shutting the door down. And those things were way more rickety than cars, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, so Anyways. I will give this uh, kind of. There was there was a lot of stuff that was obvious to my girlfriend that wasn't obvious to me. I was so wrapped up in other shit. Right. So the the kind of the the coming around of Poe. Yeah. The entire time he was the ignorant flyboy, just like running and gunning, and at the end it was that change to wait there. He he's uh, Luke's um, delaying them. Mm-hmm. We, we should he, for us to get out of here we should try to find a way out and that's when he said follow me and then everybody turns and looks at Leia she says right. what are you going to be for follow him right because she was happy that he wasn't trying he to run out, out right. and gun his way out so, well and before that he stopped the, the ski speeder assault too he's yes, like yes. shit we're going to fucking lose we got to get out of here that yeah. and then he yeah decides to escape instead of fight so we kind of see the growth of uh, Poe there. Um, and then there was one other thing that I was like, ah, I got it finally. But I can't think of it right now. Um, think harder. Oh, the uh, whole idea of finally, like in all eight movies, I never once thought that the re- Rebels or the Rebellion or the Resistance were in dire straits. I never thought they were actually going to fall. True. Finally, in episode eight, we see that there's like 50 motherfuckers <laughs> say, on, yeah. on the dusty old Falcon. That thing's, that thing's junk. Like, so they are literally flying a piece of crap through the air with 50 people on it, and that's that's the entire resistance left. I finally got that feeling of, this is the last of them. This is it. 
no one's even no one's even picking up the phone after they called like for mm-hmm. help. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, felt like this it's fi- finally like this is it. Well, and even with the grittiness of Rogue One, like we did see some consequences for the rebellion there. But at that yeah. point, there's still an army. Like there's still an army. They're almost a government too. Like with yeah. Mon Mothma and Bail Organa in there. They're still pretty well put together. They got a base, they got a full fleet and everything. And in this one, by the the f- movie starts, there's X amount of rebels. Halfway through, there's 400. And then at the end, there's like 20 of people left. Just, yeah. Yeah. Did man. you say 20 of people? 20 of people. Dr. <laughs> Stephen Brule. There was 20 of people. Um, <laughs> no, so, and that's, as I watch it, I'm going to try to hit it up one more time before it leaves theaters. Um, because I think those high points of the movie are so good. The When she goes light speed through that ship, I still, the Every third time. time, gave me goosebumps. Oh my God, I know. And it was perfect. Um, it's ridiculous. When, when uh, Kylo and Rey are fighting those Praetorian guards, it is, there's like an, uh, an epic um, music going on. The soundtrack at that yeah, point yeah. is Score, like, yeah. <gasps> like, oh my God, they're doing it. Um, oh, and also Luke definitely caught himself. Rey did not catch him when he was, fell backwards. Okay. Yeah. I think... I, I I was paying real sharp attention to that, and she didn't like. She was like wholeheartedly like trying to take him out. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that the um, second time. No, that, that, that Praetorian was... guard fight is fucking sweet, man. How about Ray's like roar, her like Jedi yes! roar? That's so yes! sweet. That's so cool. When she that emotion, that raw drive, like, even like Snoke was like, "Yes, this is sweet." Um, you have yeah, the heart of a true screaming, Jedi. Holy shit! Yeah, man. Yes. Dude, I noticed uh, that fight is very intricate. I think, like, Blu-ray, I'm going to watch that fight in a row like 30, 40 times. Because there's so many things happening. Like, the way that... Because I was thinking the first time, I was like, halfway through it, Kylo, like, loses his lightsaber. Well, not halfway through, like, at the end. Like, he loses his lightsaber trying to defend himself. And then the other Praetorian guard has him in, like, a headlock. And I'm thinking, like, well, why don't you just... How do you get in that situation? Just flip around right. and use the force or something. But the way that they did it and like the way that the martial arts work and how I noticed like the Praetorian guards armor, like they're using their gauntlets to like glance off lightsaber blows because yeah. they can actually deflect it. It's just the way they put that thing together was just fucking incredible, man. That was a great fight. Like you said, it was more of like a dance. It was yeah. like a martial art dance. Yeah. That, and it was like noticed. So there was th- certain things I noticed during that uh, fight scene because you, you notice like in other movies it's just like if you're surrounded by three or four guys and you're being attacked what happens is okay you attack him you'll defend him and then the other guy <laughs> attacks once he's out right. and then this one you kind of just saw they were all attacking at the same time and Kyle's like oh shit like, yep. like barely holding them off yeah and that one little blink he got to kill one guy and then he could turn and focus on the other two right so it, it was uh it was more of like a realistic battle to me um in the long run so one thing i am missing so i know we didn't get a a true like saber on saber battle but i am missing the use of force powers during the fights that's one thing i miss from the prequels is like kylo like deflect deflect and then like shove a guy out of the way like i I need a little bit more of that in the mix but you know fighting style by that by itself was awesome yeah, yeah, the yeah the use of force powers in a battle we don't really see it at all. Mm-hmm. 
which is we see the only times we see it is to make a point against another force user or against Hux when he right. throws him to the ground through the so sweet the hollow transmission. The um, yeah, Snoke is amazing. Yeah, that whole, that whole just, throne room I, scene I, is just awesome. I'm confused about him. I think everybody is. Uh, yeah, I just it was it was a lackluster build. I'm okay, I'm completely okay with him dying. I'm I'm actually interested that why they did that. Yeah. Um. And, and or obviously Kylo is going to be the future, so they didn't want right. to focus on his master, who doesn't mean a lot. Right. So they got him out of the way and said, "All right, you can see this dude's going to be pissed enough." Um, especially after Ray denies him and right. leaves. Right. I want to see what happened there. Because they it like blows up. Because the, they both the lightsaber like, blows get up. knocked out. Yeah. And then she's gone with the lightsaber. And then Hux finds Kylo taking a nap on the chamber floors. <laughs> Almost shoots him too. What the fuck, Hux? Yeah. Also, did you notice um, as soon as as soon as Snoke died, all the redness of the movie came down. All the Victorians yeah. were gone, mm-hmm. and uh, the red walls were all taken down. It was all of a sudden all black. Right. Um, the only thing that was red left was uh, on crate where you could see the, the dirt. Which, and I got annoyed by the first time. I didn't notice why the red walls were all of a sudden on fire. But that part where the Victorian guard like traps Ray's lightsaber in his whip or whatever, she deflects it and then like chucks it into the curtain, and it sets the curtain on fire, and then it gradually sets the what? entire room on fire. Yeah. I did not notice that. Yeah, you know that long one with, like, the different sections? Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking right. about. Right, like- yeah, yeah. So she ends up cutting them, and then it's stuck on her lightsaber, and she, like, flings it, and it goes into the curtain, and this curtain just sets on what? fire. I did not. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to have to sit there. Like, there's there's so many little details, man. It's crazy. It's fucking... I love, uh, I love it. I like it more and more. And that's crazy, too. Like, the fourth time I liked it more than I have ever. The uh, the other part that uh, will always give me shivers is Poe's flying ability is so cool, and he does stuff with an X-Wing. We've seen X-Wings and ships in Star Wars universe all over the place doing crazy things, and he still does stuff that I'm just like, what was that? Yeah. Like when he that whole, like, like, shuts his ship off and then like flies backwards and then hits it again into, oh my God. Yeah, that whole e-break was, like donut thing was yeah, fucking... Exactly, uh. e-break donut. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> I love it. But I was like, what is happening? That is so cool. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> I just don't, I'm, I'm kind of confused about the ship's power level two like is his that powerful because i feel like he was hitting each turret with only two blasts Ba-boo. that is Ba-boo. one thing that bothers me Ba-boo. yeah yeah that it, it's not consistent like visually it looks cool because he's zooming by and then like, yeah like two shots per turret takes him out cool but when tie fighters shoot him two blasts to his x-wing and his weapons are down but everything else is fine right that, that happens throughout the original trilogy too it's like yeah <laughs> all of Luke's co-pilots go out like instantly with one shot and then he gets blasted three times and just safely lands into the snow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we'll make your minds up. Well, even in the fucking Battlefront 2, <laughs> I gotta I gotta waste a half hour taking out a turret. Fuck, Poe hits two, two times? What? Right. Yeah. Ba-boom. Come on, man. That's Where's the film accuracy there in the game? Oh, <sighs> man. That game is... uh 
it's a fun game, and I've been balls deep on it. Um, <clears throat> but last, it is so, very, very frustrating. I want to talk about that, though. So, but Last Jedi is upon fourth viewing. It's above a nine for sure. I'm still not quite positive where it's going to sit forever. Uh, fantastic. The complaints I have about it are minuscule, but I don't think they'll ever go away. Luke throwing the lightsaber, the milk, the green milk thing. Yeah. Like, I'm never gonna, not going to be pissed about that, but whatever. It's there. Um, I think it's probably my third favorite at the moment. Above five, or so you got five, like seven above it? Seven, five, eight. I, I think. I think that's where it's going. Yeah, I'm probably along those lines. I think seven was better. I probably still like three better than it. Uh, just because of what happens in three, mm-hmm. even though the character development in the prequels was terrible, it's still the pinnacle of Star Wars to me. Yeah. Um, so it's like the turning point of the saga. But it's the turning point of all the sagas. Well, yeah, I feel that's like what I mean. even like the sequel right now is because of that turning point because Darth Vader became Darth Vader because Anakin became Darth Vader. Yeah. So it was. Uh, I feel like there's. It's almost like the plot of that movie is holding it for me uh, that far up there. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm probably along those lines. Seven, three, eight, five, maybe. I, I'm just not as big of a fan of five. But uh, I'm yeah, actually, probably, I'm liking five a little bit less as I watch it. Why do you say that? I don't know. There's just, if you think about the, the Cloud City stuff. I actually, I like Cloud City, but if you think about from start to finish, there's not a crazy amount that happens. Mm-mm. You got the Hoth scene, which is awesome. Yeah. And then for like an hour, the Falcon is running away from the Imperials for like an hour of the movie. And is of that course, the you, one with the big worm, the space worm? And yeah. Yeah. Did you just have to ask if that's the one with the big space worm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You better drink about that. I blanked on it. But yeah, no, that's right. Cause that, yeah, the space worm kind of is like, what is happening? And they're kind of hiding. Yeah. And Luke's space fully worms. getting. Yeah, beans and and yeah, flashlights huh. and shit. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. So I haven't I haven't watched five in a long time, honestly. So I might have to do that this weekend. It was on over uh, over Christmas break up at my parents. They had a there was a few Star Wars movies on the cobble, so I watched something. Um, but yeah, I'm liking it a little bit less and less. Consensus on eight is it's fucking awesome. I think there's more high points than eight than there's high points almost anywhere. And I, I might even stand by this after For the three. fact after I think about it. Yeah. No, in all of them put together. <laughs> I feel like I'm your father is the one high point in episode five. And episode well, and six you, yeah. is this like the death of uh, the emperor. Dude, we've got like six high points in, in The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like epic things that are just like change it. Snoke dying. The lightsaber blowing up, Luke dying, you know, all this shit happens. The light speed thing. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, also on yeah. low key, when uh when Chewie drops off Ray, light speed in, shoot out, light speed out. How I was sweet like, was that? Yeah. That's fucking sweet. Yeah. I love that part. And um, and also just the uh, the views, and I know I mentioned this uh the first episode that reviewed it, but the very first thing when you see that base and they're evacuating and they look up and see Star Destroyers come in the atmosphere. Yep. Holy. And the first cool. one, you just hear it. You don't even see it. Yep. Yeah. Dude, I love that. I love it. Sweet. Um, what the fuck was I just going to say? I got really excited about that movie, man. 
I'm very happy with it. Yeah, me too. I, the, the biggest question for me is uh, there's supposed to be what, like a decade in between eight and nine, I think. That, that's kind of like the general consensus. So are they going to kill off Leia in between there? Well, there should be a decade to. between eight and nine, I think is what people are saying. The other question was like that, we at, time. that we were kind of theorizing about um, was if there is about a decade, will we see that kid who forced brooms <laughs> thing? <laughs> the broom kid. Broom, the forest broom kid. Dark um, broom. Will we see him be trained at some point? Or was that just kind of a little just like there are these people that exist in the well, galaxy? It was that tied with Ray and her parentage was to show that you don't he have has to a be. a rebellion ring too. I feel like he could be found. And like. Possibly, yeah. I think if, the whole point. A whole decade. I think the whole point of Ray's parents and that little kid. Mm-hmm. And even those like slave kids telling that story about Luke. Yeah, on, at the Battle of Crate was to say that you don't have to be part of an important family just to have a role in the story. Yeah, it's like anybody can make a difference. Anybody can be the uh, force sensitive, can become a Jedi, become a hero. Blah blah blah. Well, that's the legend that they all know at that point was Luke Skywalker, born without any parents that he knew about, uh, and they probably don't. No one in the galaxy knows that Darth Vader was Luke's father. Yeah. So it was a poor farm boy. Right. Saved the rebellion. Blew up killed the, the emperor. Killed the emperor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this That's all, this be all... the story that was told. I've never really thought about that. Do they think that Luke killed Vader and the emperor? Is that the legend that Luke lives by? Well, that's a good question. And that's why that Legends of Luke Skywalker book is interesting because it's stuff that isn't really true, but it, you know, as rumors and urban oh, yeah. legends spread and shit, it gets out of whack. So for people in the resistance that saw Luke at crate as a force projection, it's like this dude walked out and stood up to like 12 AT-ATs and lived. So he's a God, obviously. Now these little kids are going to try to do the same thing and get their shit blown apart. (laughs) I got a broom. I can do this. (laughs) It's like, yeah, right. Get the fuck out of here, kid. Holy asshole. That's hilarious. (laughs) Um, One thing. uh, So like, about Ray and her parents being nobody, it's important to note that, yes, you can be a nobody and still be strong with the Force or whatever. But people tend to forget that the Skywalker name is only famous for two generations. And it all started with Anakin also being an absolute nobody. He was a slave. And like the only reason he's a Skywalker is because that's just what his last name was. He started this whole reign of skywalkers being crazy well it wasn't even a reign of them it was just him like he became such a strong jedi padawan in such a short amount of time and like was famous within the jedi order and the clone army and everything then became darth vader luke finally came up and became famous in the rebellion but that's it it's just and i doubt people people. i doubt people after the rebellion even know the name anakin skywalker i have a feeling like after, especially after the Jedi um, uh, libraries or whatever was all destroyed, all those. I mean, who knows who Anakin? Yeah, the archives. Uh, who knows Anakin Skywalker? They don't know. Just a soak. Don't know. Yeah. Um, but that's that's important too. Like, Ray's parents being nobodies seem important because she doesn't have to be part of a big family. But the Skywalker family wasn't that crazy because it was just Anakin and then Luke and Leia. That's it. And people don't know Leia as a Skywalker, which is hilarious. Of course, right. Actually, that's another good point. Do they know Luke and Leia like outside of the Resistance? 
our brother and sister? Is that like a known thing? It's a good question. I don't know. The legend Luke Jedi Master and the Princess of Alderaan. Is she, he's older, right? Luke, Leia, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. The first, he's the first. <laughs> By like a first. few seconds, I was like, yeah, uh, I was just trying to think who was, who was born first. Because <laughs> she says Luke and then Leia, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, consensus okay. is, uh, it, was, it was fantastic. I, and I just, if anyone had any issues about the movie, I would say go see it at least two more times. Like if you've only seen it once, you're just like, worst thing ever. I was like, listen, there was a lot of us that were kind of like confused and just didn't know what to think. And I then walked after we out of there like, times, what the fuck was that? I know. I, I Like we said, it was the weirdest Star Wars movie we've ever seen. And now we're getting to the point where we're like, oh, it's probably the second best. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's a problem is that the people that are going to shout the loudest and make the petitions to remove episode eight and reshoot it, they're not going to see it again. Right. They're going to see well, it once. It was like, well, Marsh Noke theory didn't come true. So you better take this <laughs> off the fucking <laughs> cannon. God yeah. damn it. Uh, yeah. I also think that Man, that uh, gives Kylo the legitimate um, control of the galaxy. Well, it's just, uh, it's the legitimacy of his power. Like, he yeah. was actually the one toiling Snoke. I almost called him Plagueis right there. Toiling? But, um, he was, because Toying with. Snoke, <laughs> toiling. We're toiling with his spoils. Spoilings. Um, <laughs> I think Bubble, bubble, toil made, and trouble. As, as Snoke said, I cannot be whatevered. And then that's exactly what happened. Right. Um, Kylo, we've seen what his power was in episode seven. He can mind control and find whatever the fuck he wants out of pretty much anybody except for the scavenger, which is, she's obviously like his equal in the lights. Right. But outside of that, like, I feel like Kylo was messing with Snoke's head, making him think that he was under control. Right. And then at the end, he kind of had the perfect time where. Snoke was focused on Kylo's lightsaber, and then he wasn't really focused on Anakin's. Right. And he said, "Now he will ignite the fucking thing and kill his true enemy." And they turned true enemy. Yep. Yeah. And then it was like, clearly, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to. Yeah. Exactly. I've been trying to watch uh, Kylo's faces whenever he's in the Force. He does have multiple faces. When he his left side's a lot more droopy (laughs) than his right. When he when he's in the Force connection with Ray for the first time, he like yeah. as soon as he figures out what's going on, he kind of relaxes, like he knows or he's felt it before. He knows how to control it, and then so you watch a few of those things happen between him and Ray, and then you get to the throne room, and when Snoke starts explaining to Ray about how he bridged their minds, I was looking at Kylo's face, and it's almost like he knew that that's what what was happening, like right away. And he was playing along for his own game. Like he was Wait, making so you're, sure. So you're saying like he he realized Snoke had bridged their minds. And or if, if he didn't realize it was Snoke, he found out that about it. And then it was like, I could benefit from this and get her here. Yeah. And he was, well, even if he knew it was Snoke, he was like playing along until the time came. And they even say like when they had, when Ray and Kylo touched hands and both had a vision, Ray had a, a vision of Kylo switching sides but it wasn't actually him switching sides it was just him killing snoke she couldn't yeah. predict that he was gonna stay like his granddaddy well i that's what we were yeah the both of the it's kind perfect. of predictions that were were kind of came true and that harkens back to the prequels too yeah 
Okay. I'm very happy with it. The, the other uh, small point that we'll, we'll kind of finish on because we're going to get into a, kind of a recap. <laughs> trying to wrap this up for like 25 One, one small thing, and we'll, and we'll, we'll cut it after this. The, uh, the dark side butthole that she goes in on the island. I still don't know what happened there. I have no, and I, th- I think that was more of a abstract, what could the force do? What could it make you see? What could it make you think? Because I, 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 I thought about that along the same lines as Luke on episode five, going down to that yeah. hole and seeing Vader. That's what she saw. So even though it was really weird and didn't make a lot of sense, I still don't like it from a certain point of view. I don't think Luke's made sense. Like he killed Vader. That's what he's supposed to do. But did he kill him in anger? And that's why he became him or why is his face? Or did he see his father? Did he see his own face? Because his father, it's his father. Like there's so many like there's some, a lot of interpretations. Of view, yeah, always from a certain point of view. Yeah, so I, I think we might learn more about why we saw her face in episode nine. Like, show me my parents. Was that she saw her face because her parents don't matter? No one knows who her parents are. Right. They're dead or right. I don't know. That's right. we'll end it there. Um, I'm probably a solid nine at least. Yeah, um, probably higher than nine, but at and least prob- nine. this is probably how I would say it: nine for that one. Nine and a quarter for three. Nine and one quarter portions. And then I'd say nine and a half for seven. Yeah, seven still. I don't know how they did it, but seven still had just hit so many notes for me. I watched seven and I'm like, I'm captivated the entire time. I was I was talking about this. Um, so I uh, I recorded with the Lang- some of the guys from Land Grant on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That's up on the feed. But I was talking about how I don't know how the fuck they did it, but Han Solo comes in to the shot, to the movie, like a third of the way through. He almost steals the show because it's Han Solo again, but they did it in such a way where he doesn't really take away from the new characters, but he's still like spotlighting himself. I don't know how they fucking balance that, but it's like the movie, it's like perfect from beginning to end. Well, it's the conversations that they have, you know, with him and Ray, he's trying to recruit her onto the Falcon, which makes perfect Han Solo sense because she's talented and she's awesome but also he's asking her about where'd you come from why and you start you actually learn more about Ray with those conversations so it's like wow that makes complete sense on his end but I learned something about Ray during that conversation so it's almost character building through an old yes no I agree with you there I'm still annoyed that it almost seems like Han and Kylo and Snoke know who Rey is, but now in eight we know that she's nobody. It still bothers me, but it happens. Maybe it's just true, true wonder. Like Han Destiny. Solo, when I, I bypassed the the compressor, and he's like, "Who the fuck knows, knows how about to bypass compressor? compressors?" Yeah. <laughs> he just looks at her like, "I just fly it. I don't fix it." Well, why can she understand Wookie? That's a very good point. The fuck. You don't know. You don't know. We haven't read all the books. <laughs> probably in the Ahsoka book. Who knows? Probably in um, Old Legends. All right. All right, guys. We're going to be getting into a uh, recap of 2017. Um, on a personal level, Rogue Squadron Podcast 2017, we had uh, our last Jedi event, which was amazing. We did a collab with Land Grant. Our beer was called The Last Red Eye, which was amazing. Uh, delicious. We do still have uh, some posters available, I think. We might we not. Have- we have the movie posters. Yeah, and we can reprint those. I don't know if we have the uh, land grant. Yeah, I stole one. Beer posters. Um, 
So that was a that's probably our high point for the year. Uh, the last Jedi event was awesome. The last Jedi was awesome. The uh, poster was awesome. The beer was awesome. It was a great event. Everything was awesome. Everybody that showed up, Amber won again as always. She's never allowed <laughs> to get back. Come back. Um, along the rest of the 2017, we had Star Wars Celebration Orlando, which we saw PTSD from. <laughs> Dude, I gotta say, I understand like. Sitting on a concrete floor for 15 hours is not most people's ideal fan experience. But it was still a fucking fun trip. No, the trip in itself was fun. But I almost say we had more fun outside of the event. But even that 15 hours was cool. I mean, we met Ryan Johnson. How did we know how awesome Last Jedi was going to be? And now I have an autograph and a picture with good old RJ who's about to make an entire trilogy. Yeah. And we saw Malak and Revan. <clears throat> yeah. Never thought I'd see Malak and Revan <clears throat> in real life. Listen, and I'm not going to try to talk you guys out of going because I do think it's worth going. Uh, I just have a feeling and people told us that that was probably the worst managed one. Um, so along those lines, uh, yeah, it was a great time. We got to go hang out. I mean, it was like eight what, well, how many friends just went? Four of us. Four of us. Uh, and we got, got to nerd out for like four days straight. And yeah. We drank about it. Commander got his tattoo there. So, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of good, good, fun things. Dude, when Kerner was dancing at that blues bar, that was, my, that was the high point of my entire <laughs> fucking week. I don't even remember that. So it must have been good. That, there, was a lot of, there was a lot of cool, cool, uh, cool points to that. Um, but Outside yeah, of uh, 2019, our, you better fucking go. But keep continue. Recap the year. Okay. Uh, we are moving into kind of a movie revisit of mm. what came out in 2017. And we had um, a lot. The first one, yes, there are a lot, first of all. Um, the first one, I wholeheartedly thought this came out in 2016. <laughs> what? Logan. Ooh, yeah. I remember because it was right at the top of the year we did episode 100. A chainsaw and it was Logan. Yeah. yeah. Logan is honestly probably one of my top movies that came out this year. Even with all this ranting and raving about The Last Jedi, Logan is it was fantastic. So good. It's I need to so see it again. Good. I think I saw it twice. I need to see it again. Um, so I'm just gonna run through these real quick because there are a lot of them. Uh The Last Jedi, Wonder Woman, Justice yep. League, yep. Thor, Spider-Man Homecoming, oh, Get wow. Out, Guardians 2, yep. it. Yep. Blade Runner, Valerian, yep. Power Rangers, The Dark Tower, Beauty God and the Beast. Yeah, 2017 was legitly packed full of jet. Yeah. Dude, there was a lot more than I remembered, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, and just as a, a point, uh, I saw Guardians 2 probably within the past week, and mm-hmm. I watched The Dark Tower because both of them were on sale on Oh, the nice. What do you think about Dark Tower? Uh... That one I was kind of in and out of, so I have to like wholeheartedly rewatch it. I was I was impressed. I thought like it doesn't follow the 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 uh, book storyline like at all, but I thought like building a universe in the in a single movie, which was also only like an hour and a half. That was, was the so biggest surprise. Yeah, I, I but I was okay with it. I I thought for them to build an entire universe that they're not following a seven book series from. Right. They're, they're kind of going off and making their own thing. I thought it was great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I liked Jake was fantastic. 
Yeah. And Roland and the man in black were also fantastic actor wise, the way they portrayed those characters. I just, I don't know too much Hollywood influence. It should have been two and a half hours or two fifteen. or something. I assume there's going to be a two hour or I'm sorry, a second one. It should have been longer or yeah, be a second one, but they're supposed to make a a series. I don't know what's going to happen. How pissed are you right now? The sun's going down over here. (laughs) But it was great. And then, and then uh, guardians two. I don't think we ever talked about that. It didn't hit as hard as the first one for me. I thought it did. I was so happy with Guardians 2. I was very happy uh, with it, yeah. I thought it was a little far-fetched at points, um, but for what Guardians is, the whole movie's far-fetched. It's just weird uh, True. and funny. True. Um, so, in, in in a general sense, I, I, I agree. I thought Guardians 1 was a slightly better movie, um, but Guardians 2, I was very happy with because... And even, I think it was you and Tommy Boy were mentioning about, it was great, but not as good as the first one. And I kind of went in thinking that, that there was going to be uh, downfalls yep, in it. Yep. And uh, I didn't really find many major downfalls. Um, yeah, movie-wise, it's not, yeah, it's not bad by any means. It was just, it felt to me one of those where they tried to shove too much stuff into one movie. Like the fact that Star-Lord's dad is a planet... That's kind of a two-movie fucking scenario. You know what I mean? So it was just one of those, kind of like Ultron. Like where Ultron can pretty much... say it that way, though. You know what I mean? And that's how I felt about Avengers 2. It's like, that's a storyline that should have been spread out a little bit more. Um, But, I mean, other than that, it was obviously great. I love all the characters and, yeah. It ain't Guardians Squad Pod. Move on. Um, My highlights, if I had to pick... Let's just do... Well, I got to do it like a top five because The Last Jedi is obviously in there. Um, out of those movies, The Last Jedi, Logan, obviously. Um, ooh, this is tough. There's a lot of them to choose from. Wonder Woman. Get Out. I haven't seen that yet. Fuck. And that's hard because I, I haven't seen Thor yet, so it might capture that top five. Um, but at this point, I'm going to put Justice League. I was happy with Justice League. I liked it a lot more the second time. That's for sure. Um, I just, uh, I wasn't, I was happy with Spider-Man, but I only saw it once, but I do not think it's going to get any better. This is my second viewing. I think, I feel like I will actually probably like it a little less than my second viewing. Interesting. I, I, it's weird because I feel like that's what happens with Marvel movies to me. The more I watch it is actually the less I like it. Really? Yeah. Damn. I yeah, feel like I they've... can't really think of any movie from them that I saw because Logan's Fox, isn't it? Mm, yes, technically. Or Sony or one of them. Um, yeah, Fox. Yeah, that got better and better. But any of the Avengers movies, they slowly got they slowly went downhill. Civil War slowly went downhill. Mm. And I'm not and I'm not in any way saying I dislike them I know, at I any know. point. I just like the 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 flash and pizzazz was gone and that's what the movies are to me. Yeah. Um there's not a lot of depth. Um I feel movies. like Marvel is really gluing things together. Yeah. In terms of spreading things out over multiple movies. So when I go mm-hmm. back in and rewatch some, I'm noticing a hell of a lot more than I ever noticed. No, there there are smidgens in there. Like you'll notice, I don't know, like t- ten movies ago they'll mention Infinity Stone, and like right. now you all of a sudden realize what that shit is. Right, but, right, right. But 
to me, like as I rewatched The Last Jedi, there's so many nuances, so many small things that make a huge difference if you really realize or notice them. Yeah. I don't, and I, I, this isn't a bad thing about Marvel because they're doing great, but uh, I feel like they don't, they don't put a lot of those in there enough for you to sit there and like look for them. I guarantee you there's a lot more than we know. True. No, because well, because we don't know the, the comics that well, you know what I mean? Valid point. Yeah. So I just agree. like the Finn picking up the probe droid in seven, I'm sure there's a lot like, of that stuff in there that we just, yeah. yeah. I just smacked my, hello. What the um, fuck is this? All right. Uh, so that's probably my top five. And there might be even other movies in there. There was like Transformers 110 and fuck a bunch everything. Of them. Um, no, I, uh, the Dark Tower was fine. I was happy with it. It was good. Yeah. yeah Logan's good. probably my, ooh, that's tough. I can't because I can't say that. It's because the last Jedi came out this year. Yeah, Logan, Last Jedi for sure for me. Wonder Woman's in there. I think I would definitely put Spider Man in there. Okay. And I'd probably put it in there. Yeah, I was kind of tossing it out there, but I thought Get Out was a better. Movie. Yeah, and I haven't seen that yet. Fuck. I've heard I've heard one hundred percent positive things about that. That's the Get only the movie green. I've ever heard a hundred percent good things about from everybody yeah, it's a, it, well the issue with me was that's i'm the same way i heard nothing but good things when i saw it i don't think it lived up a thousand percent to that but it was it was about the best scary movie i've seen for a while um but the difference is that movie is a very realistic movie it is so like fantasy science fiction kind of along those yeah. yeah stranger things kind of along that border um so i think they live in their own realms and they're both they're both good they're both good they're both good yeah, they're both good uh yeah man this is a big year for movies dude there's a lot of shit happening so it, along those lines since we even had trouble doing top five which we only we usually only do a top three uh oh by the way beauty and the beast was legit as fuck that was fantastic yeah there was a, um, a few songs Valerian, added. Oh yeah, Valerian was good, man. Um, it had a really goofy spot in the middle, but otherwise it was really good. It's very like Star Wars meets Mass Effect kind of feel. It's cool. Yeah. But what were you gonna say about Beauty and the Beast? Oh, there was a, a few uh, songs added from the musical version that aren't in yeah. the movie that I wasn't a big fan of. But other than that, yeah, it was great. I almost, said, I almost said Emma Stone was awesome. It was Emma Watson. Emma Watson was legit. Oh, she was a perfect bell. Yeah. And Disney, I mean, they just, they're not doing anything wrong, man. They're just crushing. All right. Moving on to 2018 releases. Uh, the major ones, obviously, if in the nerd, nerd fandom. Um, Solo. Yes. Infinity Wars. Black Panther. Yep. Deadpool 2. Yep. Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Damn. Uh, Aquaman comes out. We're only getting one DC movie in all of 2018. It's going to be Aquaman. That comes out, in, I think, November or December. I forgot about that, uh, too. Damn. Uh, the New Mutants, which I think is like an off-bridge of, like, after Logan. I could be wrong on this, but I, I think that's right. So the New Mutants, which is based on those kids that get away after Logan. Right. Um, and that's it. Oh, that's Ready not, Player One, if you want to throw that in there. Which that's was, not, that's not an unstacked year. That's pretty good. Well, I have a very bad feeling about Solo. Um, what? Dead. Look, I'm just saying it now. Ant-Man and the Wasp. It could be a great movie because it's the second one. I'm 
it is what it is. Like Ant-Man, the first one was a good movie, but I'm not very excited about Ant-Man and a bunch of dicks. I'm actually excited about Ant-Man and also Black Panther and then leading that into Avengers. Like Infinity War is going to be one of the biggest movies. It has to be. It's but it's the culmination the time, of the past nine years of Marvel. Ten yeah. years, whatever it's been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm geeked, man. That's going to be awesome. Ready Player One, the, the book has come out, and I almost bought it, but I've got so much shit. I got the Ahsoka book, which hopefully will go quick. Um, but hopefully we'll actually read it. <laughs> to be really, truly honest, I'm probably most excited about Infinity Wars, Aquaman, and obviously Solo. Yeah. Um, Do you I mean, say we're you're not excited the, about Solo? I, I'm just, no, I said I, I have a bad feeling about it. Okay. Because they've been all over the place. I think Ron Howard... I think they said Ron Howard came in way under budget. No, no, no. Uh, the budget for that movie is double. It's double, but they had... I thought I heard something where they doubled the budget, but he came under his budget that they were given. Oh, uh, the additional. So they, okay. they, were, they were able to reshoot a couple scenes that they didn't think they were going to be able to. Gotcha. Which makes me feel better because I don't want it to be half directed by one jack fuck, which was actually two at the beginning and they fired both of them. Well, that's what a lot and, of people said about uh, Justice League too. Oh, the other one, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Jurassic Universe or whatever the fuck. Jurassic World? Is. Fuck that movie. No, the second one. is supposed to be coming out in 2018. Didn't the, Wait, was the first one 2017? 2016. It was 20... No, it was... It was 2015 because the uh, the Force Awakens uh, what beat happens it for to number one box office. What happens to time? That's right, right? That felt like I, we were in the theater making fun of that movie like six months ago. No, because it was the number one box office hit of that year and we all were laughing because the Force Awakens was going to beat it. That's probably Which right because the movie was fucking bad. I'm glad if that's his the, one of the biggest parts of his track record. I'm glad he is off of uh, Star Wars. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. 2015. Oh my god, dude, time moves fast as shit. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, on... I'm about to be balls deep in Marvel. Here, once Last Jedi wears off a little bit, and leading up to uh, Infinity War, which comes out before it comes out May 4th, which is before Solo. I'm gonna be one, two, balls deep in Marvel. Three, four, five. We've got five. I mean, I know they're not Marvel movies, but they're Marvel characters. Yeah. Infinity Wars, Black Panther, Deadpool, Ant-Man, and Mutants. Yeah. All in 2018. So um, we're really light on the DC, uh, uh, but we do have Solo. It's our shining hope that uh, it'll carry us for the next year and a half to episode nine. True. And hopefully we get some news about Kenobi at some point. I wonder, I wonder if they're spacing this out because it's Disney. I'm sure they, they have are. control of obviously when stuff. So I think maybe they're just on that Avenger or not Avengers uh, Marvel train. Yeah. Uh, and for the next year and a half until nine comes out, they're just gonna be pumping shit out for for the Marvel universe to, to catch that hype. Well, that or if we get a lot of new comics or novels or something like that. Because if you think like eight, it it was awesome. 
once we get over the the lack of like our theories and stuff, eight was fantastic. But think about how many holes that they could fill with comics or novel series. Like you could do a whole trilogy of novels about Snoke. Oh man, that's and why you like go that. over to utini.com and sign up for that shit. <laughs> so yeah, they, I, have, they have plenty of up. yeah, they have plenty of time for new comics or novels or whatever they're gonna try to put out in that year and a half. Or games. I hope we get some fucking games, man. Along the that line. Video games? 2018 game releases. This is a hodgepodge of bullshit. Wait, shouldn't we do uh, 17 recap games and then 18? Uh, we can. I didn't put that list here. So, Oh, shit. I got excited. Spilled my beer. Uh, 2017. <laughs> I almost put, put 2017 beers, uh, video games. So obviously, uh, Battlefront 2, uh, Battlefield 1, video games. Battlefield 15. 1 was... 2016? Yeah, that was holiday 2016. So it was right Best before games 2017. Of 2017 here. Um, Legend of Zelda. Uh, what the fuck is this? Everything. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the big ones were obviously Battlefront, which I was pissed about, and then I kind of liked it, and then I was pissed, and then I loved it, and then I was pissed, and now I'm still pissed about it. Um, I'm having a lot more fun, though. We actually I'm never happy. talked about that. I'm uh, very, very happy with it. I really have found my niche in the Galactic Assault. Starfighter Assault. Star no. Galactic Assault. Oh, yeah? You got to figure it out? Oh, yeah. I, I finally figured it out because um, in in an entire map, as the objectives change, I change my class. Depending right. on where I'm at and what I'm doing, uh, I, I am very good with assault and heavy. And I get a lot of fucking points with heavy. Um, I upgraded, Everyone does. <laughs> I upgraded my turret. True. I upgraded my turret to shoot grenades. And if I'm in a, like a small environment, I can just stand back and launch grenades as, and it's like a good a minute of launching grenades at people, it's and ridiculous. I can bounce them, and they bounce. So I bounce it off of walls and shit. Oh, everybody's fucked on that end because <laughs> they're like spawning and trying to run in, and it's just blah 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 blah. It's like get out. Bob. Um, Bob. Bob. <laughs> okay. That's good. I finally found my own in a Starfighter Assault. I got, I've changed my, a few settings, sensitivity and stuff like that. And I finally mm -hmm. like got really comfortable with the controls and now I've been crushing it on that. But yeah, it's fun, man. And just, we need, we need DLC steady every month. It needs to stay updated that much because it feel like I'm, every time I open crates, I'm getting duplicates and bullshit that I don't want. So I feel like I'm not progressing or doing anything new in the game. I'm just repeating old maps. So they really need to work on either fix the crate system, which they should have done already, or yeah, we just need that new DLC for just new maps and new characters and stuff to come out. Yeah, I uh, even took a screenshot today. I opened, I paid for, I think a trooper one, and I got five. I was like, hell yeah, four of them were duplicates, dudes, and then I got crafting parts. Yep. Welcome I was to Battlefront. Like, I hate this shit. Yep. But it is still a fun game. Uh, uh, Lord Kerner and I were uh, on Starfighter last night, and he's starting to get a hang of it, and he had like nine kills, and he was happy. I ended up with 59 kills. 
And I still listen to this. I had 59 kills. I didn't even end up on the top five. That is starting to really piss me off because I got I had 18,000 points. That's ridiculous. And I still wasn't at the end of the Some people are just five. so good, man. Holy yeah. ass. Also, I've just completely stopped spawning as hero ships unless mm -hmm. it's unless it's like Luke or Poe's X-Wing. They kind of blend yeah. in because they're X-Wings. Or uh, that new pilot from 8, uh, the A-Wing pilot hero. She kind of blends in. But yeah, you spawn as the Falcon, you're getting blown out of the sky immediately. Because you're a giant There's target. There's got to be a way to runs do it. Maybe we don't have the upgrades for it yet or something. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I wholeheartedly, if, if, I, if I am playing Starfighter, I play the normal ships. Uh, I spawn as the Interceptors 99% of the time. Unless I have to actually blow something up. Uh, it changes for me, actually. Between the eras, it doesn't for me. The only reason being is usually if you have a something like instead of like take out everybody in front of you, then I'm obviously the interceptor because it's the fastest and right. you can take shit out. Right. But if you're actually trying to blow something up, uh, I still am the interceptor because usually there's they launched Y wings and it's like protect the Y wings. So that's what I do, and I go out and blow blow them out of the water anyway. So yeah, um, yeah, it's it's a fun game. I, I'm happy I, I've came around, come around to the uh, uh, the galactic assault part of it. Um, I don't see outside of Battlefront, and there was one other game that was on my mind, Battle, Battlefield One, which obviously I'm not going to even list these off for 2018. There's no. nothing. I'm honestly nothing like here. I'm out of gaming world. I'm only in it for like. Dark Souls and Star Battlefield Wars. and Star yeah. Wars stuff. Yeah. So until they announce a new single-player Star Wars, which I've been salivating for a single-player Star Wars game mm -hmm. for so long. So until they announce that, I'm just kind of... An eh. actual storyline RPG yeah. Star Wars. Bring Drew uh, back in the mix, please. I'm going to just run through these. Yell if you've even heard about or, or even know. The Escapist 2, Street Fighter vs. Arcade Edition. I've heard of Street Gita Fighter. Gitama Rumble. Great. World to the West, Deathmark, Digimon Story, Kirby Battle Royale, Digital Lost, Monsters. I know. Lost that. Sphere, The Impatient, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, um, Monster Hunter, Railway Empire, and Dissidia Final Fantasy NT. Those are the ones that I found a list of. I could care less about all of them. I really, I could care less. I'm caring less right now, and I could care even less. Um, <laughs> Sweet Jesus. It's a very lackluster, and I, I feel like we're putting down 2018 already. Cause there's a lot of good stuff that happened to us. Isn't Anthem supposed to come out? Anthem? What are you talking about? Anthem is the, one of the new uh, Bioware games uh, that Drew was working on. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I'm looking it up. Well, as you look that up, I'm going to sit here. Yeah, this will be Anthem will come out next year. Also, Dynasty Warriors 9 comes out in February. Bitches. Never. I, I had like two of them. And I, I know. I know. I know. I like the storyline, man. I like the storyline. The easy button mashing gameplay. If I'm going to play something that's button mashing, it's going to be Gauntlet Legends from like N64 or some shit. So true, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel you. Because I feel like we've come so far in the gaming universe. 
20 years ago, they were all button mashers outside of like the 007s. So let's, if you're going to button mash, we might as well go back then and button mash. I don't know. That, that's uh, rambling. Rambled. <laughs> I don't know if I would say GoldenEye was button mashing, but... No, that's what I said. Outside of GoldenEye. Oh, gotcha. And like everything in N64 was button mashing. I don't know. No, fuck around. <laughs> no, maybe before <laughs> N64. That's what I was getting to. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I'm excited. Happy New Year's, everybody. Uh, we did hit 100 episodes. Yeah, in that's another highlight of the year. And we're going to have our... So this lined up nicely. Today is New Year's Eve. Next week is episode 129. And then after that, we have episode 130, which happens to fall on January 14th, which happens to be our four-year anniversary. So if you guys are just joining us or, and or have joined us just about a year ago, there's a shitload of nonsense out there floating around the interwebs <laughs> about a lot of belligerence. Um, I Way can't too much. Even, I can't even describe the drunkenness that we were in for the first like 20 episodes. <laughs> so if you guys are brave enough to go all the way back there, just keep an open mind. Cause we didn't have like a structure. We didn't have anything. We barely had headphones. Uh, I mean, we were just yelling at each other. We, we bought like a 30 rack of Keystone and we, we would just drink about it. We fucking, we would probably go through an entire 30 rack in those old episodes. It was like, uh, did we ever have Keystone on the show? Yeah, I remember specifically episode three with our first one with uh, Andy Paul. We had we got Molson. A, we, yeah, we had Molson and a 30 rack. Great. <laughs> so 30, so 42 beers between three people. That's what happened. That's what happens. And it was three, it was like a three and a half hour long thing. We talked about would you or wouldn't you bang Miley Cyrus? And it was like, what the fuck? So if you guys are brave enough, you guys can go back there and uh, trudge through that shit. Uh, any any listens, we appreciate you guys t- uh, taking the time to check us out. Uh, you yeah, can it's been, you can now find us on uh, Spotify too. Um, yeah, actually, we've been getting some good traction on Spotify, which is good. So a lot of people that don't have iPhones seem to be confused sometimes about finding podcasts. So now Spotify is another option for everybody, which so is do wanna, which is nice. I do want to give a sh- just uh, an inkling. A if you guys want a, a play music, which is on pretty much all Android devices, play music has podcasts. So yeah. if you're looking for music, it's just kind of confusing because it, it says play music. But if you search Rogue Squadron podcast on uh, the play music app, we're on there. That's how I listen to uh, to ourselves. Um, Spotify is so, the same way because it's a music app, but it's just kind of podcasts are just blended in there. Yeah. I use I honestly use both uh, depending on what I'm listening to. So uh, Spotify, obviously iTunes is still huge for us, uh, but we definitely recommend you guys going over to YouTube as well because I listen to Rogue Squ- or uh, geez, uh, Joe Rogan. I listen to Joe Rogan often. Rogan Squad Pod. I, I said Joe Rogan Jesus. Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan Squadcast. Uh, I listen to Joe Rogan uh, often. Yeah, actually, that's not and that's not entirely true. But when I do have a computer in front of me, I like to watch him because there's there's a lot of extra stuff going on. Uh, our voices aren't the only thing you can. Uh, uh, oh, Stambolate. Stambolate. 
<laughs> you, you just went straight Mopar. Don't ever go straight Mopar. Can't do it. Uh, somebody, as you're listening to uh, Back Through Old Episodes, start making a dictionary uh, from the words that have been made up, please. I use uh, yes. Confluxed, actually, on a regular basis. That's one of my favorites. Confluxed. I was confused and flocked. Confluxed. Confused and flummoxed at the same time. <laughs> So we appreciate you guys checking us out. Have a happy new year. Be yeah. safe out there. This is, yeah. you're going to be listening to us after the fact. But uh, happy you 2018, you goddamn nerf herders. We love you. Uh, and we'll see you next time on the Rogue Squadron. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Two hammers to this. You can't even what? do it.